0: Hey guys, welcome to Learn Feng Shui, where you'll learn Feng Shui from a classical point of view, taking out the myth and superstition. If you like weekly tips as well as fun folklore tales, you'll enjoy learning Feng Shui with me. Hey guys, let's revisit the topic of plants. guys, follow the link below and check out the event section of the website. I have all sorts of events coming up and I have the next few months of events that are coming up. Um, so those are the Feng Shui workshops as well as information about the Feng Shui club. So if you're interested in that, go to the website at FengShuiByCandice.com linked below. So with summer coming right around the corner, I kind of want to address the topic of plants again, every now and then I'll kind of revisit a few topics that I've done, um, just to kind of bring new info and, you know, maybe to somebody who hasn't went back and listened to probably my pretty terrible episodes that I did at the beginning of my podcasting. (laughs) So let's take a look today about different kinds of plants, maybe some plant myths and the best place to put our plants. So I'm on a lot of like feng shui forums and groups and all kinds of things. And one of the things I think people try to worry too much about is some of the details, those little tiny specific things that actually don't have much to do with feng shui. And plants can be one of these things, um, although plants are a natural um, occurring, you know, their element, their element of wood, obviously, right? Um and with plants being the element of wood, um if people you know overdo or overthink sometimes what kind of plants are going in their space. So that's the first thing I want to talk about today is what kind of plants you're putting in your space. Um, I see people ask if cactus are bad. I see people ask, ask if roses are bad, you know, anything with like thorns and prickles and all that stuff. Guys, this has nothing to do with feng shui. Feng shui is the flow of your space. It's the way you are using your space and whether or not your environment is receiving chi flow or energy flow from the outside to the inside of your home. And so let's kind of talk about, you know, some external plants right guys um having cactus and roses and all that stuff outside of our house has really nothing to do with feng shui. The only time it has something to do with feng shui is if it's overcrowded or overgrown in the area. I know some of these cactuses can get huge. Like I live in Texas, guys, (laughs) you know, we have cactus. And those prickly pear get out of control. And I cannot stand it when I'm driving by people's houses or, you know, or something like that. And I see these overgrown prickly pear patches just completely overgrown the area. You know, you can't even, they get huge. So if that is the case, if you cannot keep it trimmed down, then it's not good. But other than that, the type of plant has nothing to do with it. So, you know, keep your hedges trimmed and keep everything, you know, nice and tidy around the yard so the chief can flow or the energy can flow around your space and enter into your home. And so, um, having it blocked by a lot of plants makes your house too overly yin or too overly, um, you know, shaded. If there's no sun coming in a house, this can actually, Um, cause depression and stuff like that for people. So um, if it's blocking windows or things like that, then that's not a good plant. But other than that, the type of plant doesn't matter. So rather than focusing on what kind of plant you have, focus on keeping it under control and trimmed away from your house and not blocking the sunlight from coming in. So this goes for inside also. Um, I am a plant person. I love plants, and my favorites really are succulents. Succulents are so easy to take care of. You basically ignore them, and they thrive. And so, like, you barely have to water them. <laughs> so, um, putting your plants inside your home, you know, having little cactus and stuff like that. Again, make sure it's not overgrown, and especially if you have like aloe and stuff in your home, make sure that it's not within you know a space that you're going to walk by and it's going to scrape you. But other than that it also again has nothing to do with feng shui the type of plant that you put inside your home isn't going to bring you good luck and things like that um i do like jade plants which is a popular choice of feng shui practitioners because the the jade is just so easy to take care of and really i i turned my old fish tank into a terrarium for my succulents and the jade is just taking off. But, um, having that jade plant doesn't mean I'm going to have money, you know, that's you, you, that doesn't work that way. You have to put action into having wealth. So, um, wealth plants are a myth. Um, money trees are a myth. Um, pick plants that you actually like and don't worry about whether they're quote unquote, like feng shui approved. So where should we be placing our plants? Um, So I do have some mixed opinions on this. Um, Again, I I use actual compass directions within the space. And so um, for these areas, I'll just say that um, some areas seem to be more conductive to plants and some don't. And one of the places I noticed my plants do the absolute best is the east and the southeast area of my home inside of my home. Because um, I I think it gets the most light, but it is very interesting that these two areas, the east and the southeast, are associated with the element of wood. And so I, my plants just seem to do better here. I've strangely enough, tried to put some plants in the north um, east of my home. The northeast is associated with uh, earth element and my plants just died there. Like they did not do anything there. And so I just have some faux plants up there now. Um, but uh, north is an, also another area that you can place plants. Um, water represents feeding into that wood. And south, you can also place plants in the south. And, um, I have some plants here and they seem to do well here also, but South is the element of fire and the wood can represent feeding into that fire. So that brings me to my next, um, question. A lot of people, they have mixed feelings about, you know, fake plants. Um, although it doesn't really add the element to the space, I I believe only natural, Um, objects or natural things that actually contain that real element can add to that space. That's, that's how I practice any sort of item placement or, you know, trying to enhance or decrease an element in a space. So I'll put the actual element there. So I have a fake plants in my home in certain areas and you know I use them to decorate certain things just for my taste um where I know plants won't actually grow <laughs> like such as my office I don't I have not had luck in my office with real plants and so I have some fake plants there and for that reason I think you know fake plants it actually goes into um the idea of biophilic design and having natural elements incorporated into your space because it gives you the psychological feel of having the that thing there you know that's coming from nature and again so I love plants in my office but they just do terrible so I have a few little you know fake plants and fake little some little planters with rocks and you know fake succulents in it and it looks cute and it makes me think you know they look like a real plant so psychologically it feels good to me and that's why I have it here um so there's nothing wrong with actually incorporating this into your space and it's not actually adding the element of wood because it's not a natural, a real, um, plant. So one plant I do want to address is the bamboo plant. So a lot of people, you know, it's a very popular quote unquote feng shui plant. Uh, people love to use it and they like to put out a different number of bamboo to represent certain things to them. You know, as far as their school of beliefs or school of thoughts on feng shui. However, um, I believe what is most important is that bamboo, um, you want to make sure if you're using bamboo, you're using it in a large vase that holds water. This represents a column of water and can be placed for very specific purposes. And um, it also represents a peach blossom. So peach blossom is an element of wood and water. Peach blossom in feng shui is all about likability. You know, it governs your attractiveness and what are people that are, you know, maybe drawn to you. And so not just for love, but also if you're networking or if you're looking to achieve something where you need to attract attention or appear good to people, appear charismatic to people, you can activate an area of your home that's associated with your personal peach blossom using a column of water and some bamboo stalks. And uh, so that can be placed in the north, um, the west, the east, Um, or the South, this is some of the case where you can place water in some of these areas that generally don't take water. I would not, however, leave them for a lengthy period of time. It's used to perform a feng shui activation on a specific day and time uh, combined with your Chinese astrology chart. So there's some some layers to it. But um, I mean, if you just want to have bamboo, I just have, I have actually a large bamboo that I love. It's so beautiful. It's very tall. And I actually, actually, sorry, um, recently replaced that bamboo and, uh, you know, replanted it into a larger vase. So I have a very tall column of water with a bamboo. And I didn't you know, placed on a specific date and time. It's, it's not placed in a specific area um, that I associate with anything. I didn't do it as an activation. I just have it out because I love it. And it's, I think it's so beautiful. So you do not have to put this out as an activation, but it's something that you can do that can activate this area for you. I believe another alternative would be like a lotus flower or something like that that you can place inside a column of water that actually grows as a water plant. So it doesn't have to be a bamboo. See, it just has to be um, the natural elements of wood and water and more specifically um, soft wood like a vine or a plant or something that grows actually in the water. So if you need help finding any of these areas of your home, if you're like, I don't know where north, south, and east is, of course, go to my website, which I will link below, and we can either I, I offer to do free floor plan um mapping for you know for all of you if you uh, need help finding those areas so you just send me your floor plan i'll lay a compass over it and i'll talk you know to you about what each area of your home where it's at and so if you need help please send me a message Uh, you can always email me also and we can talk about how i can you know get that floor plan from you Um, and also if you ever thought about doing the date and times you know selection if you thought about doing date and time activations to promote a specific Um, energy for yourself, um, I would highly encourage you to go to that events part of the website and go check that out because um, each month I'm going to have an informational call about the Feng Shui Club and that does feature date and time selection and using these dynamic energies to give you a Feng Shui boost. So I encourage you to go check that out. So I will catch you guys later. To support the podcast, be sure to subscribe, leave a review, and share with your family and friends who you think may be interested, especially if you found this content useful. To learn more about feng shui and Chinese metaphysics, follow the link to the website below.